Hello and welcome to Pals Pulls. This is the Comics Pals weekly podcast where we review comics. Uh, we got the dynamic duo of Tyler. The double dinguses, as they say. Mm. <laughs> Nobody say that. Speak no. for yourself. My bad. My bad. And of course, I'm Sean. Tyler, so like, let me ask you this. Yeah. Which duo in comics do you think we would be? Huh. Like an actual duo, not got something you created. It, got it. I almost said uh Cap and Falcon, but that's a that's problematic. Um <laughs> because I can't fly. Um what could I'm we black. be? I I feel like hmm. I don't I don't know. I almost went Taskmaster uh Eric O'Grady. Who's who? I would be Eric O'Grady because I can be a piece of shit sometimes, but I feel like you uh, could be like a good mercenary, you know? What am I? What? Uh, so you think I'm a heartless killer? If need be, maybe. <laughs> this is unbelievable. It's not <laughs> what I expected you to say. <laughs> I don't know. Who, what were you thinking of? What um, I don't know, man. I feel like we could be Sam Wilson, Captain America. And then you could be the new Falcon. Are you just saying that because I'm I'm Latino as well? Wow. Yes. <laughs> that was the sense the same team it'd be if it was me and Marco, of course. That's true. That's true. Kale and I are the two caps, though. He's Steve double, and I'm double Sam. caps. Double. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we we get to do that. Hey, as long as we're not Falcon and, and uh, or, or Sam and Jane Foster. It's not that kind of dynamic. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not that's not what I'm looking for. Uh, <laughs> Robotter says, I'm going with Bullock and Gordon. Both have wit with one another. That's interesting. Mm. I would definitely be a Bullock in that situation, I think. Mostly because of the body type. <laughs> you definitely would be Bullock. But so in, your, in my mind, you tell me if I'm wrong. In my mind, in, in, in Batman Begins, the guy who's like, what, your kids don't like falafel? That's Bullock to me. I know it's literally not, but that's my self-insert. I never knew that was a quote i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> oh my god dude you gotta look that up that part is so funny he's he's like robbing a falafel guy for money in the street and he's like what your kids don't like falafel you gotta you gotta go back and see that how many times have you watched the nolan batman movie many 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 times sounds like it yeah it yeah but that's but that's a meme though that's a meme. That's one oh, of the I, earliest yeah, memes I, that I remember. I missed the meme. Is that like a "You're the Man Now" dog website <laughs> yeah. sort of thing? That's okay, it. not not maybe not that early, but oh, although but I, I do remember that, <laughs> I do remember that, and I could tell you stories about that website as it relates to World of Warcraft. But oh, same, yeah, we're not right. We're not here for that. We're here to talk comics, um, and I am in a mood, mm. so this should be fun. We're talking. Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants, number one, had to get that Stormbreaker uh, cover. Ooh, okay. That's a good-ass cover. Yeah, right? That's the, uh, what is it? Lucas Warnick. Warn oh, look at him. Um, I think this might be Storm's best costume. I'm with you, actually. It's, I really dig it. That's saying something, because she's had a lot of good costumes. It's kind of, if you look at her hair... Like this is, yeah. may sound weird, but it's a bit of a fusion of the mohawk and the long hair. I know because she, yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think also, that's it looks like a giant cloud too, so it fits her, yep. her motif a bit. Yeah, I dig it. Yep, nailed it. I don't know who came up with that, but uh, whoever did do her redesign, genius. I think it might have been Daughterman. 
I can I can fact check that though. That's what I was thinking too, but I'm I'm not sure. Um, we also have Static Shadows of Dakota number one. Um, we got Flash seven ninety two, which I thought we already read that for some reason. Um, yeah, the number sounded familiar to me. Yeah, and then Batman one thirty two. So. A lot of DC, DC heavy week. Batman was the listener pick this week. You guys wanted us to do that. It was a tight one, though. Tight one. Um, I think it was tied between that and uh, what? Lazarus Planet? I think so, yeah. Nobody wanted me to read a Fortnite Kid uh, Goblin book, but, you know, that's that's on them. I'm reading that later today, though. <laughs> Hold on a second. Brooklyn Man says, Sean, you're awesome, but it's time to take the Christmas tree down. Listen, <laughs> listen. Explain. First of all, Brooklyn Man, you're awesome. But I love Christmas trees. They bring me hope. They inspire me. Would you want me to come on this show uninspired every week? No. So let me have my fun. There are still Christmas gifts there. I don't know if you can see that. That's a gift. There are Christmas gifts there. And until there are no Christmas gifts under that tree, it will be there. Honestly, I promise. I think you might be the smart one here, Sean. You know how much of a pain it is to put up the tree sometimes? Yes. Lights right. Why not just like leave it there and you never have to do the breakdown or the or the, the put it back up again? Yeah, exactly. That's smart that's move. my thought process. Yeah. And but, you're not uh, late to taking it down. You're just early to putting it up. That, see, I like that logic. There we go. I appreciate that logic. Now, uh, I want to remind you guys that we are having Kelly Thompson on the main show this Saturday at 1 p.m. Special start time that we will be doing for a special guest. So if you have questions for Kelly, leave them in our Discord server. Leave them in the comments, wherever it is you're listening. Uh, We will catch them and we will add them. If you're a patron, make sure you're doing it on Discord. Um, That way we can account for them all and guarantee your questions get in. Speaking of patrons, patreon.com slash the comics pals is the best way to support the show for as little as $3 a month. Uh, you, which is less than like a cup of coffee these days. Um, oh, you can, uh, help us out and you get access to some pretty cool content. Like you get to vote in our book club, which just went up this week. The, um, the, uh, black sad book club is out and we are now, fielding votes for the next book club so that should be fun can we say what it um, is it might, it might entice people to uh sure go ahead yeah so uh it's 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 a choice between three books right now avengers arena um i'm forgetting them now <laughs> hold on hold on i got it i got it uh it's avengers arena it's shadowlands i remember shadowlands there you go. On there. there you okay, go hold what on was, where's my book what was my pick? Um, are you serious yeah in strange adventures in strange adventures yeah there you go so you can head on over to patreon.com slash the comics pals for that. Hey, Brino the Rhino. Welcome. Thank you for uh, <laughs> a good name. watching. Yeah, it's a great yeah. name. We have some well-named people yeah. in our community. Um, hey, 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 KO, if you're not if you're not enjoying the banter and whatnot, you can go, buddy. I don't give a shit. <laughs> don't don't come here and say shit like that. Please. We're having a good time. Um so YouTube and Twitch is where we're live. Make sure you guys are here at 1 p.m. for the Kelly Thompson. Uh, join our Discord server. There's a link to it in the description to anything we're ever doing. So watch that. Um, and uh, for everything else, at the Comics Pals. Let's talk 
Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants, number one. Uh, this is, of course, written by Al Ewing with art by uh, Lucas Wernick. Um, or I'm sorry, Paco Medina, not Lucas Wernick. Uh, J. David Rommel's on colors. Ariana Mayer on letters. Um, this is this is one of the the books that takes place in the ten era of Sins of Sinister. So this is ten years after the events that we initially see that lead into the into the Sins of Sinister event. Um, and Storm and a select few surviving mutants are basically hiding out um, to try to stay away from Sinister and all the Sinister clones that have essentially taken over the world. Um, and they're on like a rock of, 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 of Araco uh, or something like that in space. Um, this was the book of this week that I was looking forward to the most. How'd you feel about this one? I thought the content of the book was good. I thought the art was also good. I don't quite get the point of this whole event, though. Mm. Yeah, like, um, hmm. I hate being that guy, but I'm about to be that guy. Uh, continuity. I always tell people with continuity and comic book continuity, it doesn't matter. Just have fun. But... <laughs> With the X-Men, it, it's mattered a lot within the past four years. Yeah. Um, and in this, I don't know what I should care about. I'm also a little confused on the timelines because it's so all over the place. Um, yeah, I, I, I appreciated what this book was at its face, but I have a hard time being invested in it. It definitely does. It, it 100% does. I want to actually... Um... I want to start by praising the art. Yeah. Because yep. I actually thought the art was fantastic in this comic. Um, Paco Medina is one of those artists that I feel like has been around for a, a while now. And and I don't like see the name Paco Medina and go, gotta go buy that regardless of the book. But every time Paco Medina is on a book that I would already read, I'm always happy with it. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like Paco Medina was on a Nova book years ago. Mm. But like Paco Medina has been around since like the initiative era. Am I right, right. about that? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. That's so, what I was like, thinking. Marvel vet at this point. Yeah, absolutely. I also really like the, these kind of pages here. The uh, the the Star Wars riff uh, can, crawl. Yeah. Can I say something? Yeah. Whatever font they used for the for that text. Very pleasing to read. I don't know how to explain it, but like it just looked nice. Do do all the info pages going forward in that nice bold text. I don't know if I'm getting old and it's just hard for me to see, but like I was reading it, I'm like, oh, this font choice, I like this. Yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. And speaking of Nova, actually, he is he is uh, he, a part of the crew. Out. He 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 yeah. gave plus one to everyone else. At that point. yeah yeah. This I don't know. This was a weird one. I wanted to start off with with you know with some of that praise because I I don't know how much I actually enjoyed this uh, particular book. I I don't know. Like I, I don't I don't care about any of this. I, like I, I've said many times, I'm tired of the sinister dynamic here, um, and it doesn't. I don't want to spoil too too much at the end, but like yeah. this is just more of what we've been getting. I thought that this book was going to be about 
you know, Storm and the Resistance, and every page is basically just just them kind of losing. Um, and even when it seems like they might not have lost, <laughs> they lose. Um, it's just not that compelling to me, honestly. Yeah. So, so Roboters in the in, on YouTube uh, is what what he, what they care about is is the stakes of the narrative in this. And I think the issue is that this is essentially a one shot. Because the second issue of this is going to be in the year 100 as opposed mm. to year 10. So, right. like, it's even hard to maintain stakes there because we're jumping forward again another 90 years. And then issue three is going to be in the year 1000. So, that's another 900 right. years. So, like, uh, again, it, it's hard for me to have stakes in even in the, the standalone issue there, really. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And each of these Sins of Sinister tie-in, quote-unquote, are going to follow a similar concept. So how can we really get attached to what's going on if we know we're going to be jumping, you know, about 90 years into the future every issue? They're aping the style of House and Powers. The problem is that when they did it in House and Powers, there was a clear um, delineation. Um, House and Powers generally dealt with the now, and that was the forward momentum. Powers had its own sort of forward momentum, and Hickman did that very well. Um, and there were through lines to which you could connect the present to the future. Yeah, but there was consistency. There was time to build up story. This is this is Powers of Ten without the House of X. Yeah, which exactly. I think is it loses part of what. It loses half of what was good about Hawksbox. I agree. I will say I though, in this agree. bringing back some more of uh, Sinister's Chimeras, and then in like in the middle of it, I'm like, ooh, which one is that? Like, oh, there's a multiple man angel yeah. Chimera. Um, yeah. Spoiler, but there's a really cool uh, Marrow Maggot Chimera that I thought was sick. <laughs> Flesh eating bone maggots. It was uh, that was that was cool. So like, there's some like dumb fun comic booky stuff in this. Um, but yeah, just it's. I'm having trouble being invested in it properly. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm there with you. Like the Chimera concept that we did get in House and Powers was so interesting and intriguing. Yeah, and I was looking forward to the day where Sinister would organically get to the point in the mainline continuity timeline where he would start to mess with that. I don't care to see it happen in the future anymore we've already seen it we know what that what that ends up like yeah. I'm, i don't want to see this i always thought we'd get to a point where like rasputin would become like a main character right yeah. yeah yeah right so you know it's not that al everything al ewing does here is good it's not that al ewing isn't doing a good job i genuinely think that al had something tremendous going in x-men red which was one of my favorite books of last year and then now instead of getting that which has been so great He's saddled with telling the story of Sins of Sinister. That's not the story he's been telling. Yeah. This, this has so, no real connection to X-Men Red in so right. much as the plot of it and the themes. It's mostly like, all right, I get to play with these characters in a new sandbox. Yeah. What can I do in a single issue? Yeah. Personally, um, I think I say pass. Bro, I, I it's might not pass on this whole event, to be honest. I might be like, yo, yeah, uh, yeah, 
uh, every, uh, buy some eggs instead. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> dude, it's February. This is running until what? April? Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time. Definitely giving me time to catch up on stuff I haven't read, though. <laughs> but it's just like everything we were enjoying is gone. It's gone. Why would we? Why would I even want this? Honestly, like what? Unless I guess, unless you just love Sinister, because this event is all about him. What reason would I have to prefer this over X Men Red? If you really like Iraq, the Iraqi, and you want to see a, uh, some two two new ones debut, maybe I don't know. For you speculators out there, there's two new character debuts here. One's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, outside of that, man, I can't I can't recommend it honestly. Yeah, like Iron Fire was cool. Yeah, I did like I did like him and what he did, but I, I would say if you're an Al Ewing fan and you want to support him, buy the book. But yeah. Like that, outside that, of, that goes without saying. Yeah. yeah. Outside of that, though, like, and I don't get it. It's Sins of Sinister is not for us right now. Maybe things will change. I hope that's the case. This is one of those situations where if you have been enjoying what has been happening in Immortal X-Men in particular, then buy it all because all these creative teams are really good. Yeah. But if you're not, this one might be a struggle. So, like I said, I pass. I'm curious from an editorial standpoint, though. Is this like uh, this is Kieran Gillen's baby and it kind of led here and now it forced everything else to kind of get pulled in with it? Or mm. was I wonder if Marvel was like, hey, we need another X-Men event. We, we just finished a Spider-Man one. We have an Avengers one coming or, or Captain America one coming out. It's yeah. X-Men's turn to come out with something like. Smells weird editorially, editorially, honestly. It does. It does. Uh, let's let's handle a couple comments before we move on. Dan Trudeau said it's not the first time a creator storyline gets hijacked by the event or meta story. Unfortunately, that's very true. And Al Ewing has dealt with that many times. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, I would say one of the most in the modern era whose otherwise solid stories have gotten overturned and hijacked by events. Um, so. That's nothing new. It's just frustrating that the X-Men had something good going, in my opinion, and it's all being undone by Sinister. Like, not in the sense of like, wow, these characters were on a great track in story and Sinister is messing things up in the sense that I was enjoying these stories and now I'm not. Sinister is getting getting a go away heat for you. 100 percent x pac heat please get away from me that's what i'm feeling about this yeah yeah i get that get that yeah uh and then over on youtube um uh uh would you call this filler roboters 100 would you call this filler and to just rub sinister for those who don't know him i don't think i would call it filler it for me it feels like filler but i don't think you can really call filler filler until we know it's filler does that make sense yeah like technically this is the main story yeah. I don't think we're going to see a scene at the end where, you know, Sinister wakes up and he's like, wow, what a great dream. I had everything I always <laughs> wanted, you know, and he's in the pit of the of the Krakusi. That's not going to happen. It's um, some somehow they're going to stop him. And this will be something that really did happen that maybe only Mystique, maybe only Destiny remembers or something like that. Um, it's just that I don't care. Apocalypse is coming back. They already told us that. I want to jump ahead, not 10 years, maybe 10 weeks to get to that. I think in 10 weeks, we'd still be in Sins of Sinister. <laughs> no. 
No. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. All right. April's not well, that close, John. Yeah. yeah. All right, fair enough. Well, let's talk about Static Shadows of Dakota number one. Um, this is by Nicholas Draper Ivy, who is writing and drawing, actually. Hmm. Uh co-writing, I should say, with of course Vita Ayala. Uh, letters by Anne World Design. So they really kind of took the static creative team from season one. They cut uh, Chris Cross out of it and just letting the two young ones, you know, tear it up. And I do think right out the gate that that was a, a good decision. I agree. Yeah. I'm going to say something right now that I think will prove true within the next few years. Okay. I think that Nicholas Draper Ivy is ushering in an art style to where he's going to be a progenitor of something new and different in comics. I think that he's taking the manga influence that, that he obviously has, and he's fusing it with big picture superhero action in a way that w- makes me want to see this all over the place. I love it. His art feels a lot like a Sano Takeda on Monstrous, um, mm, mm. except a more street level modern take on that. Um, yeah, I only really know her art from from Monstrous, so I only really know this real fa- high fantasy style. Yeah, um, but if you kind of like transplanted that kind of very very manga influenced style into a more Western comic, that's what I feel this is, and I think it's yeah. much cleaner uh, with just him. Like no crisscross, like no no offense to crisscross, but I think it's it was a it was a case of too many cooks in the kitchen before. Mm. Uh, yeah, this, I completely agree. This is uh, I I think we are I am on the record as not enjoying the art previously. The first issue one that we read, uh, which I think was one of the first episodes I, I was on. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Um, I I, I kind of like this. I think there's some issues with blank space a bit. Um. And, and uh and framing mm. um like there's one there's one uh single panel uh yeah that there's also one like single panel and then like four panels on the side where where statics kind of just standing a little too awkwardly away from like the the gutters where mm. it just feels the what's the word i'm looking for here the balance of the page doesn't really feel right right um but I think the actual content of the art's good. Yeah. And I think Ivy chooses, by and large, I think you're right that there are some mis by and large, I think Ivy chooses very bold, very um angular, um, not just panels, but character positioning. Yeah. That makes this feel more exciting and like it has more propulsion to it and i really enjoy that about this book i can't sing the praises of of draper ivy enough this just feels like a great fusion of two art styles that hey guess what they work really well together um story wise though i wasn't quite as high on this one um it wasn't bad not by any means i like how they're following up on static season one now he's more confident. Yeah. Now he's kind of more like a community hero, sort of like Spider-Man, maybe even more like in the thick of it. Sure. Um, and I like that stuff. But 
I felt like this was too heavy handed on the like police are bad racists and you know they just hate black people like this like it was it it wasn't the point of the story it's just there there's a way to be nuanced about it that this feels yeah. more like uh you had like a like a ai that only has access to twitter right. uh coming up with the dialogue <laughs> um but I, I did appreciate the fact that we're kind of in the thick of it with Static. Like, the amount of times Static as a property has had false starts and new number ones is dizzying. And I'm tired of having to go through the origin again. Um, it's like a, a Batman movie. Like, I never want to see that origin again. Um, same for Static. Just like, yeah. it's nice to see him in the thick of things where he's like a hero already. Um, that I appreciated. Um, I did appreciate the, the like, I, I know I was just kind of, snidely making fun of the dialogue there uh but but the way the um villain talk seems very authentic you know like you could tell this isn't brian michael bendis writing this book you know what i mean like <laughs> no, no, no 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 hold on it, okay so let's let's look so let's look at some of that dialogue because you're talking about eben who is that is okay a, that's who that is yeah yeah that's a, a villain from the static TV show that is making their debut. Yes, when you in say the, the book. name, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Um, so let let's let's look at some of that Eben dialogue. Here we go. Um About time you woke up. Got a couple questions for you, playa. You and your homies are snitching up snatching up kids, bang babies. Okay. Why? As you say it out loud, Sean. <laughs> right. So as a writer, I'm not far be it from me to give either individual who's credited with writing here any advice at all i'm talking to the audience okay as a writer one of the things you are taught is that you should read your dialogue out loud yeah now when i say that when i said those lines did they sound normal i actually have that critique for the other dialogue i feel like there's not a lot like whenever somebody doesn't use contractions in dialogue that's where I feel like it's stunted. Where like if people say like I have, like, no, that's not really how people talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, like it's uh, that's where I feel like, yeah, I, I agree. Like you need to you need to say it out loud, see if it sounds real. Honestly, the best, like when I was writing dialogue, my favorite thing to do, I would go on the subway, I would go to a museum, I would go to a park, and I would just listen. Listen. Just listen to how people talk. So you you went to the Brian Michael Bendis school of learning how to write dialogue. Is that what he did? So, I thought he just that, hung out. I mean, the, it sounds like anywhere he went was just hanging out with his kids. But no, no, no. He specifically says that he used to like literally oh, go everywhere and just listen to people talk. I had a professor tell me to do that once. So that's that's how I a diner specifically. A diner is a good place to hear people talk. So so Tyler, if if Brian Michael Bendis. Okay had written the dialogue of Eben in the same style that I, what I just read right now, what would that sound like? Um, it would be a lot more back and forth between him and Eben. <laughs> but can you, but can you give us a, a sampling of that? No, I'm not Brian Michael Bendis. Ah, oh, come on. This is a bit, well, I cannot, I already had more than one beer before we started too, Sean. So <laughs> I thought that was, yeah, I thought that would open you up. Um, yeah, so I didn't put poppers in my drink this time. <laughs> this time, the dialogue is not the best, but I do like where this story is headed, 
And I think this is a creative team who can really do something interesting. Um, if you're a fan of static from the show, you gotta be buying this. I just I just don't see any other way around it. Like you gotta buy it. It's so good. And uh to answer Dan Trudeau's question, this is not in DCE continuity, to my knowledge. Speaking of though, I think it has a benefit too, because it starts referencing the other milestone books again. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, you guys are actually you actually are building this this world, you know? Um, so I enjoyed that. You see, so Icon versus Hardwire is a book coming out. I'm kind of like, oh, I might check that one out. That sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like it does, it does give me the desire to kind of want to read some of the other stuff um, that's happening in Milestone. This is the sort of flagship book, if you will, of the Milestone uh, comics. So it's good that they put the youngest, hottest creative team on it. Um, I. I'm into it. I I pull this. Do we have any delineation uh, or, or understanding of where the the writing duties is is more like a plotter and a, and a writer or I always feel like that's how it's cut off usually if there's two writers. Truthfully, I think uh, this is probably one of those situations where they're more using and I I hope I I I don't want to say the wrong thing. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but like I am assuming. They're using Vita Ayala's name and their general relationship with Ivy to kind of work this through and let Ivy be the star of the show. That's what I'm thinking. That that Ivy does Ayala's get top here. Yeah, right. Ayala's name's there to help sell this comic because people will show up for that. But that Ivy's primarily doing the scripting and the art. Gotcha. Okay. That's my assumption. So yeah, I I I pull this. I I would recommend this, especially if you like static, especially if you're into manga, yeah. manga art style. Ah, uh, I'm I'm turning around uh, from the last number one that I read. Like I read the last static number one, and I was like, nah, this isn't for me. I read this, right. and I was like, you know what? I can dig it. Playa, yeah, Playa. <laughs> Uh, I, you know what? I think this book should go one on one with the Undertaker. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, and uh, like lightning, we're on to the Flash seven ninety two. This is part three of the one minute war. Uh, listen, can DC do me a quick favor and just like one bad day, stop giving events and you know, um, uh, line-wide books, names that don't add up. Because this ain't happening in one minute. <laughs> this is not Trust a one-minute war. I know one minute. And yeah. <laughs> this is not all occurring in, in that was in That minute. was both a, a sex joke and uh, the fact that I make all the YouTube shorts joke. Yeah. <laughs> Double whammy. Um. This is, of course, written by uh, Jeremy Adams. Uh, we've got... Uh, who's the artist on this? There we go. They always, they always like to throw me off by putting the credits all over the oh, all boy. over the book. Uh, Roger Cruz on pencils. Uh, Wellington Diaz on inks. Colors by Luis Guerrero. Uh, letters by Rob Lay. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't want to say this because Jeremy Adams is my... my you know, creator of the you year some, you got some skin prediction. Game, yeah. Um, but this just isn't it. 
This I'm is out. Just not it. Yeah, I'm out. Um, this started contradicting contradicting its own self at this point. Yeah. Um, I think the the concept got a little too big for its own britches. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, kid both kid flashers can run super fast. I thought that was the whole conceit of it that they're matched levels. You know, so like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Once I saw that, I'm like, nah, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. This is just ridiculous at this point. Like, this had for a book that's supposedly, you know, taking place in one minute or thereabouts. Um, I won't, I guess I won't hold Jeremy to the idea of the one minute, but that all this is happening extremely fast. There are so, so, so many pages where characters are just standing around. This doesn't have any momentum at all. None at all. It's completely stalled out. The whole premise that like if if the Flashes didn't get to use their speed powers because they're fighting somebody with the same speed force, that's interesting, but we lose that here. They're not even fighting. They're not. Yeah, exactly. There's no conflict. They're still planning things. This is crazy. What? How is there time to plan? If they're... If they're attacking the world so fast that within several minutes, let, forget yeah. the one minute thing. Like, let's throw that out the window. Sure. Yeah. That in several minutes, even an hour of real time, this is all going to be gone. You would think that Barry Allen and Wally West would want to sew this up, not stand around in the living room or the kitchen chatting and worrying about who's doing what. This is crazy to me. The world is supposedly ending. They're going into the future. We saw in the one minute war special that these they're attacking Earth and diff- they're attacking throughout all time. Why aren't they caring more? <laughs> for for a flash book called the one minute war, there's zero sense of urgency in this book. None. None. Yeah. This is crazy. The kids the kids like take a trip. When did did other Wally start being called Ace? When did that happen? I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't reading this book prior to One Minute War, so I'm not sure if that happened throughout the run or I don't know. But I don't say there's also like too many people in the book. There's way too many people in the like, book. Like, I love the flashes. Do you really need Jesse Quick in this too? Like, do you need all the extended family? Because like nobody really gets time to do anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, it's it's frustrating. It's actually a it's genuinely frustrating to me because I want to love this. Yeah, but nothing's happening. Someone's got to do something. The world's gonna end. Like, and 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 Barry Allen's just standing around, holding Iris's hands. And like, shouldn't Barry know that like, oh, he's in super speed right now. He won't be able to tell what's going on with Iris. Like. Right. Like, it's so obvious to us. And we've, yeah. you know, we've talked about that since the first issue. Yeah. Clearly, if that's where we're going and Jeremy Adams knows that and we all know it, the Flash is smart enough to know it. The Flash is a very intelligent character. Barry Allen's very smart. He would have figured that out. Yeah. And like, and the story enough, like, I'm not really a, a huge fan of it, but like the art itself is like at one point. The the whole team they they get into Mister Terrific's 
uh, lab in, in the the final mm. the, the the final panel of the page is like whoa, and then you flip the page, and it's it's a it's a, a small panel of just squares like it's the most non detailed lab shot ever that has no focal point. Yeah. So where your eye should be drawn, it looks like if you took um uh an animation cell like just a background animation cell from Dexter's lab that sold for online for maybe like 80 bucks, you know, like cuz the main characters weren't in it. But if you took one of those and that was your big reveal, uh it yeah, it's 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 not for me. I feel like on a flashbook, especially one that that has every flash member on it, you need you need some heavy hitters on that, and I don't know if this is it. I mean, baseline, baseline, Flash has got to be running fast, and no one's <laughs> running. Like baseline, one but minute war, three and they're not even. Book. He's got to run. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like I understand how basic that sounds, but that's what's not happening here. D- dude is sauntering. Yeah, like someone has to do something. I don't even care. Like the like the dialogue. Like I'm enjoying what Jeremy Adams is doing from a dialogue standpoint. Yeah, for the most part, I think part. that's fine. Yeah, like I got no problems with that. And I actually I enjoyed the art. I'm I I enjoy the art. I enjoyed the last two issues of this series, but this issue, three issues in. And by the oh. way, Catherine, not sure how long this is going to be, but a three minute. issues in. Sorry. A minute. It's supposed to be a minute. Um, and four issues, technically, because of the, the special. Right. Well, yeah. please. I, I would rather yeah, forget true. that I know that that happened. Yeah. I'd rather jump 100 years into the future uh, so I can forget for that I've Got ever it. read that book. Okay? But for this to be three issues deep, and the only thing that's happened, correct me if I'm wrong, the only thing that's happened happened in the first issue of Consequence. Iris yeah. and the actual attack. That means there's been two issues and six dollars of your money in which essentially nothing has occurred. That's not cool for me. I'm sorry. I want to love this, but that's not cool for me. I don't want to pass. I'm going to continue to read this. But this is like the end of the rope as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm running out of steam if you want to keep the puns going. I'm getting winded. The Flash is not because he's not moving. I feel like the plot's just running on a treadmill. Really, it's going nowhere. Give me one more. Um, Speed Force. I don't know. Oh, I'm not man. working well on the. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's what I gotta say. Yeah, I, I, I want to love this. Um, I really, really do, but I just can't. I just can't. Um, I just can't. I cannot get on here and tell you guys that this is a great comic um despite how i want to feel about it it's it, it something has to happen and the last page i mean is that a cliffhanger oh wow they're frozen yeah duh i mean hey for you captain adam fans out there cuz i know there are some in this chat how do you know that he shows up in this book. People were asking about it a couple of weeks. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. People are saying, you know. Yeah. I really, really hope that the next issue picks things up. So. Let's talk about uh, 
Wow. Oh, my God. We're on to uh, Batman. Yeah, there's, there's pick. half the amount of people on this show, so it's going to go by a little quicker. We're moving <laughs> faster than the one-minute war, apparently. We are moving faster than the one-minute war. Absolutely, we are. Um, uh, before we get into Batman, I did want to read a couple of... Uh, I do want to read a couple of comments. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Grant Morrison would have wrapped it in one issue. <laughs> <laughs> well... I think that is a problem with modern um, – um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for when the storytelling is, like, decompressed? Yes. Um, with decompressed storytelling. Like, you're right. Like, you read Doom Patrol, like, Morrison's Doom Patrol, a lot of shit happens in every issue. Like, uh, what would normally take, what, six issues would be done in two, you know? And I just think that's the way the storytelling is now because it's so drama and dialogue-based that it's hard – for people to do that. Um, I don't disagree with that. I know that's more of a more of a joke, but I agree with that. I agree with it too, 100%. That's why I wanted to highlight it. I think that this concept works less the longer it goes. Yeah. And if you would have said three issues even, and it's just they invade, the heroes are down, Flash finds a way, the heroes win, and you sew that up, and one to three issues, that's it. We go home. Do we know how many issues this is? I don't. I, I, I don't. I I'm assuming six, but I don't know. This is making me really want to read uh, Miracle Man. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I want something a little more. I want something I could chew on a little more, you know? That made me want to chew my arm off, so I'm going to refrain. But Miracle Man, not Flash. Let's see. Final moments of the one-minute war. All right. All right, so it looks like the final issue comes out. Jeez, when does this come out? April 5th. So another one till April. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we've got two to... What's that? So two to go? Uh, No, it's like three or four. Three or four? Okay, things, so... This thing's like bi-weekly at this point. So this is going to end up being around seven issues or something like that. A decent trade, yeah. Decent trade in terms of length, but my goodness, if we're halfway through this thing and the cliffhanger to this one is frozen people in a in an event where everybody's fast, I don't know where we're going. I genuinely don't. But something uh something that I'm feeling a lot differently than I am about the flash for is Batman. Uh, Batman 132, Chip Zdarsky has definitely taken Batman in a different direction. Uh, <laughs> we can certainly say that. Um, and he's joined here for our, for this uh, story by um, Mike Michael. Hawthorne, uh, who was doing some interesting work. Uh, and then we've got uh, Madonka and D. Benedetto on, on uh, colors and... Uh, letters as well um i this is this is the opposite of the other three books that we read i really like the story but i'm not feeling the art i'm with you and it's not necessarily art as much as the design mm. does that make sense like when, when you're going into a multiverse i want something that can kind of like blow my socks off in terms of like the designs of these characters yeah. Um. Instead, this is like everyone's just hopped up on Venom. Like, I could just go to like outside Penn Station if I want to see that. You know what I mean? Like, 
Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm with you on that. Um, that's not visually interesting. Yeah, it's sort of. Yeah, it's like the, the whenever world Marvel isn't visually does, interesting to me. Right. Whenever yeah. Marvel does, like, oh, everybody is on. Everybody's a symbiote, or everybody's a Hulk. Like those types of things. Yeah. Are not interesting, and they water down the character who only has that. Like that's what that's Bane's. Yeah. quote superpower if you will so why is bane special if everybody's got venom you know and, and um, like the story of this is interesting yeah but the world is boring it's like a weird yeah it's it's yeah it's weird and at the same time though i'm, I'm a little bit like uh with um how i felt with sims of sinister you know another alternate multiverse sort of thing um why what does it matter you know what i mean right. I, I'm with that as well. I, I I like what Chip's doing. I think the dialogue is great. I think the writing is generally great. And I guess the idea that we're supposed to accept is that if there's a Gotham, Bruce needs to save it. He's yeah. got a compulsion towards that. And I'm, oh, I mean, oh, okay, you know, sure, fine. But um, doesn't, doesn't Bruce, like, want to get back to his world and is any concerned about what could be happening there? This is Does how I think, I think Bruce treats his life the same way I treat single player uh, role playing games. It's where like, Oh, a side quest came up. I got to finish the whole quest line before I get back to the main quest. Like that's what it feels like. What's going on here. Yeah, it, it does. And, and the thing for me is that, you know, Bruce is a real father. Um, Bruce has wards who are like his children things that matter to him deeply. So getting so invested in this without any real interest or concern about what to do to get out of this, that's a little that's a little funky to me. That, um you do bring up a good moral quandary though, though. Like if it's not your universe, does it matter? I think I think the book is telling us that for Bruce it does. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah. But he's not questuning if this is even like real. Like he's not he's trying to figure out why he's there. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like yeah. when when he got blasted by the Omega beams Hey-o. in in <laughs> That's what comes out of Matt's penis. Um <laughs> when he got blasted by the Omega beams and sent to the beginning of time, his only goal was to get back to, you know, where he belongs. Yeah. yeah. And he helped people along the way and did things along the way, but that's what he was trying to do. In this one, he doesn't seem to be concerned with that, and that's concerning to me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, did you feel like there was a – like once I read this issue, I jumped into it, and I was like, wait, did I, did I, did I forget an issue? You know, like did I miss an issue? Right, yeah. Uh, I don't know if there was like a delay there, but I did have some some trouble gaining my bearings again. Maybe that's the point too, because you're feeling the way Bruce feels, so it's like being in his in his boots. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, I but it, but even like you know, I love an issue wherever Bruce um, has to like put on a costume or like a you know a fake identity, put on a mustache and stuff like that. I always enjoy stuff like that. It reminds me of Patches Malone. So I thought yeah. that was cool. Um, Which it seems like we're getting soon. So like, we'll be there soon. I, I, I want to see what his 
bat suit looks like for this world because if it's just the, the same thing like it's the same suit i might have an issue there again with design on this like ha have some fun you know yeah yeah um i don't know this is a good story this is a, this is a good story um yeah. i'm more i'm more interested in getting back to the business at hand what do you think it's, of the backup Okay, right. So in the backup, Tim Drake is trying to, you know, figure out how to bring Bruce back. And he ends up meeting with Mr. Terrific. This is like what? Only the second book I've ever seen Mr. Terrific in. Uh, dude, you got to read the Terrifics. Fantastic. The Terrifics? What's that? It, it was, um, remember when DC was doing that run where they were like creating new characters and there was like that one guy that was like their Hulk or whatever. Um, yes. They made the terrific, ah, Terrifics, which was pretty much their Fantastic Four. It was Mr. Terrific, uh, Metamorpho, Plastic Man, and a new, like, uh, I think her name was like Ghost Girl or something like that. Phantom okay. Girl. Um, mm -hmm. Fantastic book. Uh, it was drawn by Doc Shaner. Like, oh, all right. Well, yeah. You should have said that first because that's. Mm, yeah, I should have. <laughs> Um, and I think the backup is pretty much giving away what's happening in the main story and that, you know, this is something that um, like this is this is something that is a result of Toy Man, Toy Man's gun, um, which, which is a weird thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 just what it is. And and Tim's trying to figure a way uh, to get Bruce back. I'm very intrigued by where this is going. Uh, I'm into it. I loved the art in the backup. It's one of those cases where, like, the backup art might be better than the main story art, honestly. Um, yeah, I yeah. love the Miguel like Miguel Mondanka art. Um, yeah, it is. What part? <sighs> there are some shots here that feels like anime reaction shots. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, there's mm -hmm. one of like uh, uh, uh Tim in his like multiversal suit, and it's got like these like like weird shock animations around him um, i thought it was great yeah and like how some... yeah yeah like how how singularly focused tim is in this right he he arguably feels more singularly focused than bruce yeah. does yeah um but uh yeah the backup's cool i'm enjoying where that's going i'm having fun with that toy man's an interesting character that i have not um really encountered in comics so um i'm dude, into that dude has a gun that turns people into toys now like that's <laughs> uh potentially problematic there are people that i know who i think i might prefer better as toys so can i borrow that that Toy man let's not let's not delve into that one sean <laughs> why not let's uh let's avoid that let's avoid that one all right fair enough uh this was my pick of the week because I love what Chip has been doing with Batman. I think it's all been great. I might not enjoy the fact that we're in an alt universe, but that's just generally not my bag, especially because I don't feel like we're learning anything new about Bruce. I think we we get it already that, you know, he will never stop fighting. He really loves Gotham and he's unstoppable. So understand all that. But if I put aside what feels like uh, something uh, uh, treaded ground. I'm really enjoying this story. I think I'm with you as pick of the week. 
The only one that like maybe came close was, was surprisingly static for me. Yeah. Yeah. Static was good. Static was good. There's just something about Chip's dialogue for me that feels really smooth and it feels authentic. Dude, Daredevil came out this week too. I haven't gotten to it yet, but like I'm I'm ready for it. Dude, can we read Daredevil? I want to read Daredevil. But let's put it on the listener pick. Yeah, but these jokers are so far behind. Imagine Kale having to keep having to <laughs> get on target with Daredevil. Uh, maybe Marco doesn't wait. even like Daredevil. Maybe we wait till next issue then. Marco said uh, the Daredevil character is the hardest to get into in terms of quality. <laughs> mm. Which, like, bro, what? <laughs> like, yeah, people, I, I still so. get notifications on my phone of people calling his Alex Ross take batshit insane on, on TikTok. Uh, we're at like 10k views on that one. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, yeah, and people just calling Marco out constantly. So That's what Marco's good for is, is he'll say something insane for, for insane comic book takes. That's true. That's true. I got to figure out where he said that Daredevil thing. Maybe I could throw that into a TikTok, piss people off some more. Uh yeah, it was within the last couple of weeks of shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a random question we got. But um yeah, so we want to let you guys know what our what our picks are next week? What books Tyler and I at least are looking forward to next week? Everyone's there. I already put them all in, so I'll I'll describe it. But oh, all right, yeah. fair enough. All right, so uh, Sean, you want to check out Grim number eight? Yeah, uh, I think Grim is one of the better books on the stands right now. I've been enjoying it a lot. I think Stephanie Phillips and Flaviano are doing a tremendous job. Um, it is a book that does enough, like. It has similar trappings to like other YA stories, but it does enough different that I'm enjoying it all the time. Um, so I'm still I'm still on the hook for Grim. And dude, Flaviano is like next level now. Yeah, good shit. Yeah. Uh, who else is next? Oh, Marco did Swamp Thing, Green Hell. That's a book coming out next week. Uh, and he That's also Lemire. Picked, uh, yeah, it's the second issue. What the first issue came out? What in the summer? <laughs> you know yeah man i lost yeah. i lost the uh the thread there mm-hmm. uh danger street number three i believe yeah yeah uh, i had to get caught up i didn't read number two uh i picked art brut number three brute art brute um this is the ice cream man team doing like i uh a weird book about art and it's like a mystery and a noir but not really noir it's more of like a i don't even know how to describe but it was like a fun little detective book um, they get to jump in the art and fix things like uh, Mona Lisa last issue was having an issue um, and they accidentally get her killed. <laughs> um, oh. But, you know, it's it's fun stuff. And it looks like they're getting into uh, some some. Uh, uh, oh, gee, some Warhol with this one, um, which is funny because I used to do I.T. for Warhol, uh, the foundation, and I accidentally almost sat on a piece of art because I thought it was just a. Just a Brillo box, uh, and it turns out that was a Warhol piece. So they told me, "Yo, to, don't sit on that." So, oops. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. Tyler, you almost destroyed a uh, dude. A Warhol. There's some Warhol art out there that's literally full of piss and and feces and cum. Like, excuse me, you heard me. First of all, I think you just wanted to say those crazy ass words. Yeah, I needed for the SEO. Yep. <laughs> no, literally he would have his friends over and they would all just have their bodily fluids on a on a piece of canvas and it would be painted over 
That's disturbing. That's art, man. That's art. That's New York art life. That's, that's art. That's Chinatown, baby. All right. Uh, I also picked Mary Jane and Black Cat number three. So I guess this is continuing the dark web stuff. In my head, that was just a dark web thing. Like a like, but I guess there was two issues of that, and so this is the third issue. So I, I guess it's a mini or an ongoing. I don't know what's going on, but it's fun, and I like these two a lot. So give me more of that. Uh, and Kale has wanted to. Uh, oh, speaking of Kale reading Daredevil, I guess he wants to get caught up to it because he he pulled a uh, Daredevil and Electra. This is the first trade of the newest volume of Daredevil. Which honestly, I don't like how it's called Daredevil and Electra. They're both Daredevil. Stick to it, guys. Come on. Mm. Um, and then Astro City Metro book number three. I might look for this. I've been wanting to get the Metro books. Please. So, we'll see. I don't know, man. I think there Electra's goes, Electra. Yeah, there goes uh, Marco's mid-artist there, Alex Ross. So, Oh, it is. yeah. Um, we, I, I, as we all know, according to Marco, another insane take, uh, Alex Ross is mid. <laughs> like, let that sink in. Alex Ross. Kingdom Come. My, my, my know, favorite, uh, Marco being the youngest of us, saying, as I get older, Alex Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, come on. Un- unbelievable. I don't even understand it. He can't defend uh, himself here either. So. so the listeners the listeners win again in the sense that the listener oh, pick, which was really? Batman, is once again not only good, but the pick of the week for the majority of pals, which in this case is all the pals there's only two of us so continue to vote head over to twitter starts every saturday uh after the show at some point make your pick you got until wednesday at 12 to pick we put up four books you got until wednesday at 12 to make your pick if you are a listener and you want to influence the listener pick or what goes on the poll send us a message and if we like your decision, your your choice, we'll add it to the poll. So, um, yeah. As, as my close friend Diddy once said, rock, rock the vote, guys. <laughs> your close personal friend? Close personal friend Diddy. Wow. Well, I was almost a member of the band. Am I, am I making the right references here? The band, yes. Okay, good. Tyler, uh, who, who are the five greatest comic book artists of all time? My, my Rushmore of comics? Oh, okay. You don't get the bit. Oh, uh, I, I lost. Yeah, I lost the bit. Sorry. Oh, dude. Damn. All right. Is this a Diddy um, bit that I'm missing? Yeah. Yeah. It's a Chappelle show bit where they did an episode where they replicated the band and they asked the Dave Chappelle's playing a character, Dylon, who was on the band. I've seen this. Yeah. 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 He says, Oh, who are the fop, top five rappers of all time? Dylon, Dylon, oh, yeah. Dylon, <laughs> Dylon, and Dylon. <laughs> Sorry. He, he went a little. You went a little deep in the references there, and I got lost in the weeds, but I appreciate it. I thought you were the reference guy. I thought we could do that together. You always make crazy references. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You lost me this time. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, again, make sure that you guys listen to the Kelly Thompson uh, interview. Come watch us live this Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern. So three hours later, we're doing we're doing this for Kelly. You, you guys get Kelly, to sleep in a bit this week, yeah. right? I'm very thankful for that. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, I know. Sean, Sean uh, so uh, inside baseball here. Sean comes up with like the, the scripts of the, the Saturday show. It's about like which topics you're talking about when. 
Um, and I wake up like an hour early and I, and I get it ready for the show. Um, but sometimes I'll see Sean post that in our, in our chat at like five o'clock in the morning. And I know it's not because he woke up early. It's because he just went to bed. <laughs> it's because I just got home. Oh my God. Yeah. He's a, yeah. You, are, you are a night owl, Sean. Well, two, I just got home like three out, maybe two, three hours before I posted. But yeah. Um, Make sure you guys show up for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Kelly Thompson, 1 p.m., Twitch and YouTube. Join our Discord server. Leave comments and questions there, whether it's for Kelly or otherwise. Just come hang out with us. We're always having fun. Patreon.com slash thecomicspals if you want to support the show. Uh, YouTube, Twitch. And uh, for everything else, at the Comics Pals on social media. We will see you guys on Saturday, hopefully. Until then, take care. See you next week. I felt weird. Yeah. That was-